This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. New Democrats are setting up a black caucus of five MPPs in what leader Andrea Horvath says is an historic first for any political party in Ontario. The goal is to ensure that black perspectives are meaningfully incorporated into the work that the New Democrats do on every file. So is this something that we really need here? Is it a bit of a copy of the way things are done in the U.S.? Right now, we're going to St. Paul's MPP, Jill Andrew and Brittany Andrew Amofa, who is a senior policy and research analyst at the Broadbent Institute. Thank you for joining us. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, why do we need this here? And uh, there aren't that many black members of the caucus. Well, we need it here because it's the first time any party has elected enough black members to form a caucus. Uh, we also need this here because black communities' voices need to be represented. They need to be seen, heard, and acted on. And that's exactly what the Black Caucus is hoping to do and will do uh, with the work uh, in this sitting and in sittings to come, generations after generations. I, I have to say, I'm I'm scratching my head a little looking at the list of people in the Black Caucus because it says that Rima Burns McGowan is part of it. She is uh, definitely not black. Well, I'm and did she a... tell you that? What? And did she tell you that? That tell t- tell me what? That she is not black. Oh, I know her. She is definitely not black. <laughs> Well, Rima identifies as black, and therefore she is mixed race by her own self-identification, and she is a member of our Black Caucus. And I couldn't be excited. I couldn't be more excited, actually, uh, because we have all types of people who make up black communities. Mixed race people are black people. Black people are black people. So quite frankly, I think what's really, really more interesting uh, is not necessarily whether uh, we think Rima is black or not, but the fact of the work that this Black Caucus is actually going to do. Uh-huh. And it's really exciting work. And and what uh, can the Black Caucus do that it is not doing now? I mean, presumably, New Democrats are are sensitive to these issues from the get-go. Well, mm-hmm. and then to be frank, I think, I think Ontarians are sensitive to the issues. That's you know, good I to hear. I don't think it's not necessarily a, a New Democrat thing. I think... Ontarians want to see a fully restored and funded anti-racism secretariat. We know that anti-black racism exists, and we want to see something done that addresses the everyday and systemic discrimination that black communities face. And that's one of the key pillars that we're going to be working on as Black Caucus, along with finally abolishing Cardi, which is something that our previous government just couldn't get right so we need to get it right this time, and we need to delete all that data collected uh, from the unconstitutional practice of carding. Uh, again, uh, just explain how having a caucus is going to make uh, your party deal with that more than they otherwise would have. Uh, so I can chime in on here. I'm um, Brittany speaking as a senior policy analyst at the Robin Institute and somebody who has been observing this process 
from inception. I've had the opportunity of attending the Black Leaders Roundtable in February that was hosted by the Ontario NDP. And that was what I imagine or what I've been told the first of what will be many conversations around building and shaping and renewing the relationship with Black communities within this province. And I think the process in which this caucus was created is created is very important and it's something to note. So out of the round uh, roundtable conversation, there were a number of policy recommendations that came forward and a number of issues that were put on the agenda in terms of how it relates specifically to Black communities in this province. We spoke about education, uh, we spoke about uh, discrepancies in, in, in unemployment, in, in immigration, in housing, arts and culture, etc. And one, and one recommendation that came forward was specifically the creation of a caucus in which members of the Black community can have a place where they can voice their concerns. Uh, members of the Black community can have a place where they can hold elected officials accountable for the positions or policies, uh, stances that they take, but also a place where their ideas can actually be seriously grappled with and integrated into the overall um, agenda of the NDP. And I think that's extremely integral to have a place where conversations are happening around Black communities, how they're impacted by the political process, and a body that can then work towards ensuring that they're integrated into the decisions, integrated into legislative um, policies that come forward, but also that we can start to see tangible results. Uh, for decades and centuries, uh, like the inception of Canada since 1867, there hasn't necessarily um, been positive outcomes for Black communities within this province. And we see that in the great outcomes today when it comes to the issues that affect Black people. And the creation of a Black caucus will allow for that, to, for people to specifically focus on how Black people can be integrated into the political process, but more specifically, how can we ensure positive policy outcomes that have been greatly ignored by all political parties now, up until uh, black, now. black caucuses are obviously a lot more entrenched in the United States, and in the United States, uh, at least in certain areas, uh, you would see uh, voting blocks, you know, uh, Black people voting a certain way and they are being addressed as a voting block, though obviously there's diversity in the Black community. So I'm just curious, here in Canada, has there ever been a phenomenon like that for any, for the Black community or any part of the Black community kind of being seen or acting as a voting Well, first, block. I think it's really important to not draw comparisons between the right. U.S. and mm-hmm. here within Canada. We have a completely different political system, a completely different process in which people can be engaged um, politically. Yeah, but you but still have, uh, if I may, if I may, you it's a very different system, but you still have a situation here in Canada where, uh, you know, it's getting less, but a lot of ethnic groups are vote a certain way and they are so, addressed by politicians and courted by politicians. Uh, so, so if I, if I may not. jump in um, as the MPP and as a member of the Black Caucus, um, I would like to say that I have no intentions of courting uh, any group, uh, nor would I suggest that any one ethnic group is homogenous. So for me and for the members of the Black Caucus and for our NDP Black Caucus, What's exciting about this new caucus is our opportunity to build on our ongoing relationship with Black communities. It's an opportunity for us to listen, and it's an opportunity for us to grow 
in tandem with the black communities in terms of what our needs are, how we're going to best see those uh, into fruition and how we can work together to do that. Yeah, but doesn't it um, give you more, I mean, I'm looking at some examples. So say uh, addressing a Sikh community in Brampton, uh, you know, the leader of your federal party comes from there. You have some MPPs. Now, obviously, there there is a diversity of opinion in the Sikh community, but harnessing that ethnic uh, thing, uh, you know, it, it uh, results in success, or it has in the past anyway. I think it's really important as somebody who has a vested interest in seeing positive and equitable outcomes for Black communities within this province, it's important to look at this specifically through a voter lens or increasing votes at the ballot box. Uh, that is not the, the process in which um, good policy outcomes are created. This is about ensuring that communities have a voice at the table. Uh, this is about ensuring that Black people have a place where their concerns are taken seriously and, and a body that can advocate to ensure that uh, they're being reflected in the decisions that are that are happening by this party. So I think it's, it's taking a few steps back and not always thinking about it through how will this impact us at the ballot box, but it's thinking about how do we ensure that we're working on behalf of all people and more specifically Black people within this province who have continuously been overlooked by political parties time and time again. A Black caucus can only um, positively help, not hurt Black communities, and I think that's extremely important to position it in that way as an opportunity, as Jill has stated, to build with new relationships, uh, build a new way of doing things to ensure that issues of racism don't continue to exist, to ensure that issues of xenophobia don't continue to exist, Mm -hmm. and as well as to look at issues of housing, education, um, as well as policing and criminal justice, don't continue to have grave outcomes where lives are, 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 are being negatively impacted and lost as a result of our current policies. And uh, Jill, we're running out of time. What would you like to leave us with? I would like to leave you with the fact that the NDP Black Caucus is here. Uh, we are here to listen. We're here to work hard. And we're here to ensure that Black voices, perspectives, and lived experience are seen as paramount as we work with every piece of legislation, every motion, every item that comes through the Legislative Assembly of Ontario. It needs to be uh, situated within Black communities' experience, our expertise, and our ability to push forward towards Black liberation. Okay. Thank you so much, MPP Jill Andrew and Brittany Andrew Amofa. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.